Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Jared sent me a note about a story, and it's one of those things where some people simply will not learn. And I don't know <laughs> if this is ever going to stop, but the lawsuits might end it. You never know. Tennessee High School sued after suspending student for posting memes from TampaFP.com. Uh, and the story just broke a couple days ago. But a student posted some memes on the internet, and some people at school got upset by that, and so they suspended the student. Now, you might think, wait, Steve, I've heard this story before. I've heard this story before. Well, if you're a longtime viewer of this channel, yes, you have, but not this exact same story, because it was a different school and a different student and a different meme in the other story that went to the U.S. Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court has ruled on this. And so there's a problem here. So this lawsuit looks like what we call in the business a winner. A watchdog group sued a public high school in Tennessee on behalf of a 17-year-old student after administrators at the school suspended him for posting memes about the principal. The Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression, a First Amendment advocacy group, filed the lawsuit on behalf of a senior at Tullahoma High School alleging that the school suspended him for posting satirical images on Instagram that were critical of the principal's overly serious demeanor. The lawsuit alleges the school violated the student's First Amendment rights by suspending him for a social media post that happened outside of the school. This case is about a thin-skinned high school principal defying the First Amendment and suspending a student for lampooning the principal on the student's Instagram page even though the post caused no disruption at school, the lawsuit states. And by the way, even if it did cause disruption at school, there's still more that has to be true before you can actually take this kind of disciplinary action. Uh, plaintiff posted three images about the high school principal, uh, and that would be the defendant in this case. One showed the defendant holding a box of vegetables. Another which he had simply reposted. He didn't invent it. He reposted it. Uh, showed the principal in a dress with cat ears and whiskers. And the third showed the man's face on a video game character being hugged by a cartoon bird. <laughs> now, <laughs> I actually went and looked at some of these, and they are kind of funny. Uh, the student intended the images to satirize the principal's overly serious demeanor. Uh, he posted each image from his own device, off campus, and on his own time. And now think back, and it might be a couple years, but think back to when you were in school. I'm talking about elementary school, middle school, or junior high, as we called it, and then high school. And a lot of times, the principal became the figurehead of authority, and also just like all that was uncool in the world. And I remember, as a kid, making fun of the principal behind his back. Now, it very well could be that if social media had been around, we might have done that on social media. We didn't, but, but I think a principal, someone who becomes a principal, should understand that they're not going to be universally beloved by everyone they come in contact with. And some students might not like them. The same is true, by the way, of becoming a teacher. Um, and so the idea that, that as a principal, you can't handle a little bit of, of 
good-natured ribbing. <laughs> the lawsuit alleges that the school administrators are not allowed to prohibit this type of expression as it happened off campus, according to the lawsuit. Further states the Supreme Court has previously held that free expression outside of school hours is within one's First Amendment rights. The First Amendment bars public school employees from acting as round-the-clock board of censors over student expression, the lawsuit says. The Supreme Court has been clear. Unless a student's off-campus expression causes a substantial disruption at the school, the job of policing the speech of the child falls to the parents, not the government. The lawsuit is seeking injunctive relief to reverse the suspension and it requests an acknowledgment that the school's policies violate the First and Fourteenth Amendments if, in fact, this was supported by school policy. The high school did not immediately respond to a request for comment. You have to think back now. It was a couple years ago. The case was reported in 2021, but it was actually uh, argued and so on in 2020. Uh, regarding a school district, and I could be pronouncing this, but Mahanoy, it's not Mahoney, I don't think. It's M-A. H-A-N-O-Y, Mahanoy. But that was a school where, in the case where uh, a, a, a young woman tried out for the cheerleading squad. And I don't believe she made the cheerleading squad. And so she posted some comments critical of how they were running the cheerleading squad. <laughs> now, these kinds of things might seem trivial to us, but again, think back to when you were in junior high or middle school or high school. Uh, these kinds of things took on great importance. Okay, think back to some time in high school. There's a very good chance that there was some time in high school where you came around the corner and saw somebody crying, a student crying, and you asked them what's wrong. And they tell you something that back then seemed like a big deal, but now you look back on it and go, Really? And so who would have thought that a dispute over how you react to not making the cheerleading squad could make the U.S. Supreme Court? But that case did because they suspended the young woman and said, you can't make comments like that about the school, whether you do it at home or here, and, and, and whether or not there's anything actually like threatening in the statements that you posted. And the U.S. Supreme Court said specifically, that if the statement's made off campus and not during school hours in particular, then guess what? She spoke outside of school on her own time. And, 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 I, and I quote, I'm quoting that from the, from the opinion. Spoke outside of school on her own time. That's none of the school's business. Just because someone's talking about you doesn't mean it's your business. That's, that's the problem here. And so... It's true that a lot of people will get annoyed if they find out that people are talking about, oh my gosh, people are talking about me. People are talking about me. It might be uncomfortable that people are talking about you behind your back. Oh my, they're talking about me. Guess what? People do that. They've been doing it for years. And so the only difference now is that because of social media, people can talk about you in a way that you can go and see. So you know, back in the day when I was in high school, somebody said, hey, Steve, somebody's talking about you. I'd have to go find who was either talking or listening and ask them what was being said. But it's all in the past, and it all kind of fades off in the mists of time. 
Now somebody posts something on social media and it gets spread around the internet. And uh, although the internet is, is kind of a thing that's out there in the clouds and the wires and the tubes, um, this stuff seems to have more of a permanent and lasting effect because someone can go and look at it and there it still is. Oh, they're still talking about me. Well, guess what? There's a lot of stuff on the internet, Instagram and Twitter and all of these things. And if you go and look at some of these posts before the lawsuits were filed and before the student was suspended, I'd be curious to know how many actual views they had. Dozens? Hundreds? And I've seen some of these things that were actually quite trivial in that sense until attention got called to it and somebody got suspended and that story hit the papers and everybody's looking at it going, but they can't suspend the student for that. Again, one of the pictures shows the principal holding a box of vegetables. Um, another, now it showed him in a dress with cat ears and whiskers. <laughs> and the third showed his face on a video game character being hugged by a cartoon bird. Um, this is not the worst stuff on the internet. It's not. But be that as it may, it is speech. It is speech, and it's protected speech. Obviously, if this kid had graffiti talents and had spray-painted this on the side of the building, that would be a different matter. But here, it was done off-campus, on his own time, and it clearly does not hit any of the things that might, might make it actionable, like it was an actual threat. None of that was there. This was simply... Three goofy images on somebody's Instagram page. And uh, if you don't like that, don't look at it. Here you go. So uh, what's going to happen with this case? I suspect the first court that hears it is going to rule in favor of the student and against the school. And then the school has that hard question, do you want to pay more money on this losing proposition of fighting this? Because you're going to keep losing it. There's no facts that distinguish this from the story of the cheerleader other than this is a guy and the cheerleader was a gal. And um, obviously, these are memes about the principal versus criticism of the cheerleading squad. <laughs> Those distinctions might seem big to a student. They're not that big to a court. The school should have called up their attorney and said, contact the other side, let's work out a settlement. And the settlement would be, we will rescind the suspension uh, and we'll apologize maybe, and we'll issue a policy that actually addresses what students can and cannot do. And it'll become very clear that in the policy, as we will write it, what he did was okay. And, you know, it might not be polite, but it's certainly not illegal. And it's certainly not something you can suspend a student for. So, Jared, thanks for sending it. But this is a Tennessee high school stu uh, student who was suspended for posting memes. And so he's filed a lawsuit against the school over this. And the lawsuit, as I just hinted at, was what we call a winner in this <laughs> realm of legal stuff. Because it's just like the other one the Supreme Court already ruled on. And the, the school should know this. And I've mentioned before, I've got teachers in my family. 
My mother was a teacher. My father was a teacher. My grandfather, my grandmother, and so on. Well, my, 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 my father was also a school administrator for some time. And I've talked to him about the law regarding schools. We've talked about this. And my dad's not an attorney, uh, but he had uh, an, an education in education administration. And so they studied various laws that affect how schools are run. Now, these cases all came down after my father was retired. But I assure you that most well-run school districts have had somebody sit down with the administrators and go, look, because of this case involving a cheerleader in 2021 from SCOTUS, here's what we need to keep in mind regarding what we can and cannot do with respect to things that children post on the Internet when they're not at school and they're doing it not even during school hours. And, and so they should have had these rules in place, and the rules should have been something that comported, as we say, with the Supreme Court's rulings. So there you go. Questions or comments, put them below. Those I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. If you are going to try cross-country running, start with a small country.